welcome to the American Israelite Newspaper Podcast, the Let There Be Light Podcast. And I am one of your hosts, Netanel Ted Deutsch. And I am here with my new special guest host. Not so new, but special indeed. Definitely, definitely special <laughs> guest. And who tell them who you are? Uh, I am Pam Sakes, yet again, the Joan Rivers of the American Israelite newspaper podcast, filling in. We can't get rid of you. Julie It's kind of like the the, the Johnny Carson show here at the, you know, uh, the American Israelite. If only, right? If only. (laughs) Well, we do, uh, we are being, uh, we might even call Julie, but, you know, Julie, you know, is not here this week because she's taking care of the baby. All right. The baby. baby the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, we're going to, you know, stick with our normal format, and we'll start going through the news. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that we'll goes. We'll let you know. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end, you want to do some of your pet peeves, too. You, we were talking yes, about Yes, we're going to have Pam's Peeve Corner. Pam's Peeve Corner. Yes, okay. so we may let you weigh in on that one as well if you're So kidding. today is Wednesday, June 2nd, and today is the last day of order. And we're in Ohio, and so you don't have to wear your mask anymore starting today. Right, unless a place wants you to wear your mask. Right, I guess you, well, but nursing homes and hospitals and stuff like that, you have to walk. Right. You have to wear a mask to get in there. But most because, places now you can walk. You've been, I've been able yeah. to for the last week or so walk right. in almost anywhere. So that's so wonderful. You can yeah. see people's expressions, which is huge. Yeah. You don't really realize until you can't see. You know, somebody almost ran into me with their shopping cart the other day. And <laughs> I was trying. I mean, I thought my expression was, oh, my God, no big deal. You know, like everything's fine. Um, but they kind of scurried away. They weren't sure if I was mad. If I, You know what I mean? Like, so it's it really your facial so expression. Getting really back th- into like. A human interaction is kind right. of what you're talking about. So we want to send a Mazel Tov out to your son and his and his b- lovely bride. Oh, thank you. And uh, they just got married a couple days ago. Yes, they did. Kevin and Sarah Sakes. Okay. It's a new Mrs. Sakes in town, so watch out, world. There you go, Volsky. <laughs> anyway, so the paper comes out tomorrow, Thursday, June 3rd, which will be the 23rd of Savan, 5781. And our top story this week is about the Bergman family and the Adler family. And uh, so we want to shout out to um, Mrs. Bergman, who uh, listens to the podcast religiously. Yes. So we know she's listening, so we want to shout out to her. I think Thelma. Now, does Thelma listen to the podcast with religion or in a continuous way? What is your definition of religiously? Well, she she listens she listens like every week. I was kidding, Ted. No. <laughs> it's a Jewish podcast, and you always say they listen religiously. <laughs> and so, whenever I'm listening, I kind of think, you know, do you hear that? There's like that's ironic. Anyway, all right. So keep going. Shout out to her. Um, and uh, then oh, we can move I say something to, about her go, go grandson? Right ahead, go I'm right sorry. Ahead. I I also just want to say, and this is like I always. Uh, feel so good about this, but her grandson, Michael, uh-huh. happened to have met his wife at an access event. Uh-huh. Her name is Bree, and they're a lovely couple. I believe they have three children now, uh-huh. uh, and we're just delighted that uh, they See, met. See, that's, that's a mitzvah for you. You don't realize, you know, you get a mitzvah when, if something you did comes about, a marriage comes about because of something you've done. Like, I got some mitzvahs, 
um, because of my the Jewish softball league that I ran for a long time, many years. And then you get mitzvah for the access events because if people come to you know meet through that and they get married, that's a mitzvah on your neshama. Blessing on your head. That's mazel a blessing. <laughs> but I want to understand, like, how is playing baseball a mitzvah? Softball. Softball. What? Well, it's you. I we put people on different. There we had like eight or nine teams with twelve people on the team. And so some people met and, and, oh. and met through that and started dating through now that. Now I get it. And then some of them actually went on and got married. Okay, I thought you meant because you started the softball team. No, no, no. That no. you get a special place in heaven. I was no, going to no, say, no, wow. No. That's, that's not that big of a mitzvah right there. <laughs> so Mark Schott should be <laughs> yeah, in heaven yeah, uh, yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, Which, we hope she is. We, yeah, well, maybe. She, she, she's questionable. She's a, bl- a blessed memory. <laughs> right. Okay, moving right along, moving as Ted right would along. say all the time, religiously. Um, so check out the calendar on page four of what's going on in the city right this week and next week. Uh, different meetings and different uh, online um, uh, classes and stuff like that going on. So you want to check that out. And then we move on to, um, there's an evening of much-needed laughter with Bob Alper, a rabbi, uh, who is also a stand-up comic, and that's coming up Sunday, June 13th at Northern Hill Synagogue. Fabulous. I think they're right. We do need some laughter. We do, Am after I? all the, what we've been through for the last... You know, someone was telling me, I was listening to the radio today, I was like, it's been 15 months of this mass stuff. Wow. 15 months that we've gone through. Wow. It seems like, you know, it's it's been forever, hasn't it? It's... And it's kind of gloomy today. It's gray and right. cloudy and rainy. It's been raining. And I just kind of kind of feel blah. Well, tell me about it. Our entire wedding weekend was either raining or <laughs> 30 below zero. For an outdoor <laughs> wedding, that's always a plus. Well, one thing is um, you didn't hear any cicadas, though. You notice that when it rains and it's a little cold out, you don't hear the cicadas. Oh, so there's the silver lining, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> In fact, yeah. I was at home at the Lowe's store buying some uh, some items today, and I was talking to a lady that was checking me out, and she was like, you know, you don't hear the cicadas when it's cold today. And I said, I know. When it's raining, you don't hear the cicadas. And she, we went through this, like, five-minute discussion on where I live in Pleasant Ridge, and she said she lives, like, in, in Evendale or something. And she said, uh, but we didn't get that many cicadas this year. I said, oh, we come down to my neighborhood. It's like Cicadaville. Um, <laughs> Wasting away in Cicadaville. <laughs> yes. That's a song. There's I a know. song right there. Yes, there is. Where's, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jimmy Buffett. No, 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 no. I know Jimmy Buffett. But who's the guy that used to make the spoofs? Um, you know, um, oh, my Al God. Al Yanko. Yes, Al, Al Yankovic. Right. <laughs> Wasted away a cicada. Right, right, right. Anyway, so everybody wants to uh, go online to Northern Hill Synagogue to sign up for the uh, in-person, um, an evening of much-needed laughter on uh, Sunday, June 13th. And this weekend, this is uh, coming up, is a Summer Fair, which I love to go to because my mom actually had a booth at Summer Fair. And I would go out there when I was a kid, and I just, I love going. And there's actually, we go and we look for the Jewish artists. And sometimes they'll have mezuzahs, and they'll have menorahs, and um, Jewish items. And I, and I like homemade, one of my favorite things is art, artistic 
items that you're that are usable items. Yeah, that are um, unique and beautiful right, and right, like a kiddish cup mm-hmm. or or a, um, different items like that. You know, menor. I mean, I I have a couple of handmade menorahs that are just beautiful. I mean, I love those type of things. Yeah, especially the menorahs are really cool. Yeah. Oh, can I say one quick thing about yep. kiddish cups? Yeah. You know, the cool tradition that we have in our family is. There's a Kiddish cup from 1864 that oh, was wow. brought here from Lithuania by oh, wow. Sonny's great-great-great-something-grandparents. Uh, um, and this cup has been passed down at every wedding ceremony and bar and bat mitzvah. Um, it was first given by their parents to um, Henry and Reggie Front. Henry Front graduated from Hebrew Union College as a rabbi and, became, oh. and got the Kiddish cup at his ordination. And uh, they used it at their wedding, and they decided that if it was good enough for them, it was good enough for right, everyone else. Right. So they started passing it down. to, And so we each wedding, um, that's where the wedding couple or bar, bar bat mitzvah child gets to sip from that cup. So um, it ended up with Kevin and Sarah's wedding. They were the 18th wedding. Uh, and Hi. Right, right. So we felt that was really, in spite of some of the other craziness that went on <laughs> this past weekend, yes. <laughs> that was, uh, we felt, a wonderful uh, omen and good luck that they were the 18th. But there's been 27 bar and bat mitzvahs that have uh, uh, sipped from that cup and, uh, you know, from 1864. So it's a really wow. cool tradition. And I don't know when people get married these days, it's uh, it's an idea to maybe start something that could could you know right, like, tr- right right start a tradition that'll it'll it'll pass down to the generations to come right and then usually we hand it off to somebody whose child is engaged like my sister-in-law Carrie Goldhoff uh, her daughter Kyle is getting married in July and so okay. as soon as we uh drank from the cup we washed it out and gave it to Carrie and she's now going to bring it to their wedding and then there's another one it in really October is, that's a wonderful family uh tradition it that is really it is really wonderful. is yeah, yeah sorry I didn't mean to go on and on no, about no, it but I thought okay. it was really cool anyway all right, so in national news, um, ever since the conflict that was between uh, Israel and Hamas and Gaza, there have been a lot of anti-Semitic incidents coming up um, since, I guess, this is a cut several weeks ago. Uh, they're all over the place. They're on campuses. They're, on, they're in the street. They're everywhere. Um, there have also been a number of uh, rallies for Israel, and these incidents keep happening so hopefully now that we're beyond that there's a ceasefire things are going to start calming down a little bit yeah it seems like they have thank god it's held as long as it has and let's you know pray that it keeps (laughs) well and the big um news and this is all over the world there's happening there's a story about this happening in the in the uk and in england and and uh, they're all over so check that out in the national international news the big news this week is that um, on Monday we, we were off, but we came into the office Tuesday morning, and a diverse group of Israeli parties have agreed to form a coalition so that uh, to form a government. And I think it's being head, head, he, headed by Yair Lapid, and uh, he also brought Naftali Bennett in, who was, I think, with Netanyahu, and he left Netanyahu's party, and he's, he's, he's an opposition party, and they've now started, um, they have, an, I think, enough people to start a government, and Netanyahu will be retiring after wow. 12 years. Okay. And after th- four elections, they finally have got it all together, and hopefully the coalition will hold long enough to see to it that they 
form the you know the form the government. That would be great, amazing, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. So I want to clarify um, what I had said earlier about who is going to be the next prime minister of Israel. Um, the next prime minister is going to be Naftali Bennett, who will be the prime minister for two years, and then uh, uh, Yair Lapid will be the prime minister after Naftali Bennett, just to clarify that. So that's what's the big Israel news going on this week. Okay. All right, so we move on to Community Connections, and there's a bunch of, uh, you know, births and uh, um, marriages and everything else, so please check that out on page 11. And then on page 12, we have B'nai Mitzvot from the past. Yes, and this was do. supposed to run a couple weeks ago, but we didn't have the room. So we have photos of people when they got bar and bought mitzvah when they were 12 and 13. And here's a picture of our uh, favorite uh, podcast co-host, <coughs> Julie Babs Burnson-Brook. That's her sister. Right. This is her sister, Susie, yeah. who appears in the pages. My God, did they all have these insane last I mean, names? Susie Elizabeth Bernson Ostrov Guthheim? Guthheim. Guthheim. Yes. Guthheim. My gosh. They all have like 16 names. It's unbelievable. And if you look in the middle, there's a picture of Susan Goldman, Kenny Tessel, David Needleman, and Ted Deutsch and Mark Hattenback. That was from Kenny Tessel's bar mitzvah. He looks. Oh, my he looks, Lord. He looks a little. Uh, that photo doesn't he? That was from the party, I think. Well, okay. These are the 70s. And yes, yeah, so we were talking a long time ago. Fashions and eyewear were quite different, but still, poor little Kenny. And look at the little punim behind him. It happens to be little Teddy Boy peeking his <laughs> you little. Barely see me there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> what, 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 what a stud. You were actually a little bit taller for that age group. Yes. As a boy. Yes. Um, well, were you and always... one of my good buddies was this guy who on the right, David Needleman. He's huge. He's a big guy. He's wow. still big. He's a big fella. Wow. Big fella. My son was like this little pipsqueak at his bar mitzvah. <laughs> he was a pipsqueak. <laughs> and it ended up, he turned out to be six feet tall, so you never know. One of the favorites I like is uh, Jory Edlin, who is reading Torah here, um, below that. And uh, there's a couple of pictures of Jory... Uh, I still see Jory all the time. Um, he's one of my favorite people. But uh, And there's another on the next page is Cheryl Pockros at her bas mitzvah. Wait, at her bot? Bot, bot mitzvah, bot mitzvah. You and Julie with the boss. I know, boss, I know. bot, get, get, bot mitzvah. Yeah, the Ashkenazi. You know, and also Alan Weiner looked yeah. very handsome. Look at that picture. He looks much older than a bar mitzvah boy. Okay. You're not allowed to say he's handsome because you know what that would mean if you did. Yeah, I Oh, my God. You should see Teddy's, like, going, oh, I can't do that because you know what everyone will think. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> moving men, right along. You men. All right, you know, so, it's funny, though. I have a question. Women yes. are allowed to go, oh, my God, she looks adorable. Look at that outfit. Look how cute she is. Oh, my God, she's so but pretty. guys don't talk about that kind of stuff. Well, but why? We just don't. Oh, I know. It's not a guy thing. But it should be. It's not a guy thing. I know. All no, right, goodbye. We're not going to talk about that. Anyway. Okay. So, page 14 is dining out, and uh, Amma's Kitchen Buffet is back in business seven days a week. So, yes. I don't know if you, I go there for lunch religiously. Yes, I know, because whenever we go out to lunch, you say, meet me at Amma's Kitchen. Well, because I love that uh, spinach 
The sog paneer. I love that stuff. I know, it's so I, good. I, I, love, I could eat that like all day long. I just I love that stuff. We have that I in the fridge I, right now. It's from our Memorial Day dinner. I love that <laughs> I stuff. Do. It's like my favorite. I could just eat that all day long. Although, remember we got busted. And I like the yellow, uh, yellow the lentils, the lentil mm-hmm. uh, stuff. That's I like that too. I like tiki masala. I mean, the food, what the is, Indian what food is, is tiki, amazing. What's tiki masala? It's kind of like a creamy tomato sauce right. that usually has chicken. They wouldn't have it there because they're vegan and right. kosher. But um, I get chicken tiki masala, and it's just a very mild but amazingly delicious. Or it's some sort of biryani, which is lamb with cashew nuts. And, okay. Uh, you know, you don't have to get it with lamb. But, right, um, right. Anyway, Indian food. No, I, I, yeah, I do like Indian food a lot. But remember when we went there once, and we were just dishing our brains out, and somebody from the Jewish community was sitting behind us, remember, and she called all these organizations and said, Pam and Ted were gossiping. And then someone called me up from Federation and was like, oh, so we hear you were... <laughs> gossiping about us i'm like yeah like you don't do that about everybody yourselves like we'll just be quieter next time <laughs> we didn't realize how how the walls have ears how, there right that and how important we are that's right that's you know what right. i mean we are really important but you know we're just working for a living yeah, we're just people- working for a living stiffs everybody keeps thinking you know that they're so important we're, you know yeah. we don't i don't look at it that way yeah, i we- just look at it this is my way that I can make enough money to go fishing mm-hmm. and play golf. Okay. Well, is it working That's, for you? Yeah, it's work. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah. I've been playing a lot of golf lately, even though I've been having this nerve problem in my arm Oy. that started about a week ago Oy. because I, I, I think <laughs> I was playing too much disc golf. Okay. And it's, I've got this kind of like a, a, it's a pain. Uh, I'm not dying. I'm not having a heart attack. I'm just... Well, I had another, because we're singing songs today. Old man, look (laughs) at my life. (laughs) I'm a lot like you were. No, I'm not like. (laughs) Although I have to admit, my knee is killing me, but not because of old age. It's because I got a mani-pedi on Friday. (laughs) A mani-pedi? You know, a manicure pedicure. Oh, a mani-pedi. I didn't know that. Oh, my God, yes. It's called mani-pedi. So most of your female listeners will know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So I went to get the mani-pedi, and, um, you know, right before the wedding weekend, the big mani-pedi. So I go out to the car, and those little, they give you little flip-floppy things. Okay. Um, I normally bring my own sandals or flip-flops to go out in, but because it was so cold, I was wearing clothes toe shoes and I wasn't ready to put them on yet because you don't want to mess up that $80 whatever they you know Manny Petty right $80 you spent $80 don't ask don't ask (laughs) never again at that place let me tell you anyway you know I felt like saying you know blink twice if you're being held against your will to the (laughs) (laughs) you know anyway they they had these looks on their faces right exactly I mean I wasn't (laughs) sure I mean you worry about that because you hear that that is an issue and especially around the I-75 corridor we have a huge huge we're one of the top human trafficking highways in the country Oh, wow. Yeah, because when I did that um, Freedom, uh, uh, I did a big event at the JCC when I was running the programming for them around Passover and and Freedom and the history of slavery from from Egypt until today. And so it was a big exhibition and so on. And and we had people come in and uh, teach us a little bit about human trafficking and what's going on these days. And... uh, we have a huge problem here, right in Ohio. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, that always made me nervous. And anyway, right, I, right. I I can't imagine that that's Blink the case. Twice if you're <laughs> right. held beyond your. Well, I can't imagine well. it's the case at the place I was at. However, <laughs> I walk out in these little flip flops, and of course, it's raining. I've got my mind on a million things. I step down into the parking lot and fly 
like spread eagle onto the concrete. <laughs> I slipped. Yeah, I'm glad you're laughing. What a guy. I am like, oh my God. I'm thinking I've got four inch stiletto heels and I've got to walk my kid down Wee! the aisle and I got to dance the horror. I don't even know if I can get up off Dancing this. Dancing the horror. Yeah, I don't know if I can get up off this concrete. So so you're on your ass on the concrete. Oh yeah. And I really hurt my knee and I got all uh, cut up and I was like, the only thing I could think is, oh my God, I've got to walk my kid down the aisle tomorrow. And uh, thankfully- I mean, really, I have to count put your a, blessings. Put, some, uh, put an ace bandage on. Or right. But I mean, <laughs> the day before, I have to admit, okay, if we're really going to talk about how stupid I am, <laughs> listen to no, this one. Well, well we all have. We stupid all... mistakes. Okay, yes. Stupid, yes. Right. stupid mistakes. So I, I would like to think it's not me, but maybe I should have been more on my game. I was making like something like 20 dozen cookies for part of the welcome bags when we were going uh, to the hotel rooms. I've got cookie sheets everywhere. I'm on the phone with the rabbi and my daughter-in-law, and I'm running around getting stuff in and out of the oven. I had left one of the cabinets, the upper cabinets open, and I went, bam, with the forehead right into, like at 100 miles an hour. And it really, seeing stars, so I call, somebody said, you better call the doctor, because a huge goose egg and a big bruise. (laughs) I'm like, thank God I have bangs, you know? So it turns out the doctor says, you better go to urgent care. You could have a concussion. I said, I don't have time. I'm not going. He's like, (laughs) why'd you call me? Right. And I said, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I said, look, tell me the symptoms. And if I get them, I'll let you know. If I'm seeing stars, you know, like in the cartoons when you see the stars going around their head. Right. Exactly. Did you see? see Yes, exactly. Stars going around. That's exactly right. I like that. And also when they smell something delicious, they start to float. Like, you know, the the coyote, you know, floats and like the little waves of smell are coming out. I love that stuff. I love do anyway well wait i forgot to say that i was making an extra batch of cookies for the police officer i forgot Ah, to tell you so welcome bags but also an extra a dozen or two was we're going to a police officer and why do you ask was officer huff of the blue ash police department getting um a dozen of my homemade cookies because you stopped that lady no no remember i was on the phone with you do you remember oh right 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 i was on the phone with you and i ran out of gas in the middle of the intersection yes sir that was fun i'm like ted oh my god my car just stopped he's like well what what is going on i go i don't know and i'm freaking out i've I've got the dog in the car who i had taken to the vet because he had a wound on his paw and i was like great he's dripping blood all over the place do we want to tell people you ran out of gas in the middle of the intersection well we kind of just did well to my okay so so it wasn't okay think about this it's a brand new car my last car it would say low fuel well it has a little the little right the 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 fuel uh it comes the light comes on i get it my last car and they also make chimes too Okay, but my last car, now hear me out. My yeah. last car was a little bit more hands-on with that kind of thing. And it would say, low fuel. But eh, you know, you right. know not to worry too right. much yet. Right across the, th- and you usually have like 20 miles. Or something. Run out. Yeah. And I didn't pay much attention because my yeah. last car would then say to me, when it got to be a pretty bad situation, it would go, hey, biatch, it's time to, <laughs> it's time to really get gas. We're not kidding at this point, okay? So then I knew I better get gas, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, so my new car. So you and got gas. Right, yes, I was yeah. fine. And even yeah. then I still had a little t- time. Okay, but in this car, it doesn't give you that second warning. Apparently. (laughs) And I really had only filled it up like maybe once since I've had it. So to my, what's the word, credit, Uh or in my defense, Uh um, I maybe thought that it was going to give me more warnings. (laughs) Like like the airbag would come out and slap you in the face. Maybe. Like drive to the... 
I would think it would be in German, like, Jawohl! Well, Get some gas. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> <Very> yeah. <button>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's all we need. Well, some kind of German sprechensee something. Right. I don't know, whatever. Right. Well, I think they make the cars in the U.S. now, but they maybe yes. used to back in the day. But, but Officer Huff comes up and says, ma'am, you're telling me a fancy car like this runs out of gas? I said, I know, I know. Anyway, I was very embarrassed, but luckily my husband, who was, happened to be, I'm very lucky. If you want to talk about counting your blessings, Sonny worked right, works right up the street. Right. About two miles up the street, so I called him. You know, he's in the middle of meeting. I mean, please. He's like, call AAA. I can't. I, can't. I don't want to wait here two hours. I got things to do. So he says, all right, all right. He goes and gets the gas. The police officer and Sonny are standing outside my car, and I'm sitting They're in They're probably, the, like, laughing. Like, oh my uh, god this is I'm, you know I, it's so I, embarrassing because you know here's those like middle-aged lady sitting in this car well, if you right right across right uh, over us right there is there's a speedway right there not on the court not on the intersection of creek and reed hartman <laughs> oh, okay you're farther and down. luckily the police officer stayed there so nobody hit me yeah it took me a minute to even find where my flashers were i mean that's how new this car is <laughs> so i know it was embarrassing but i, I finally hung up on you because i'm like i don't know what's going on I anyway go now goodbye right the good news is though that I was planning to make cookies, so then we dropped him off at the police station because that was really nice that he stayed with me. It was. So, you know, police officers, yes, they get a bad rap sometimes, and they sometimes deserve it. But other times when they do nice, Im- right, amazing things, right, they deserve right. to be shouted out. I think so the, the good outweighs the bad. That's right. That is right in the end. So anyway, that's the point. I had kind of a crazy week with running out of gas, cracking my head, and then, and then slipping the on the, yes, and slipping on the, and then that's not to mention all the stuff that ha- ensued. Happened at the wedding. We're not even we won't talk, talk about, about it. At the wedding. No, no. Okay. It, it was insane. Right. Okay, let's so, go on. All right. So we are now on page um, 18. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, from the pages. So uh, okay. in the beginning, this is, I, I continue to read this. Uh, the, in the beginning from 1854, the Israelitish Institutions of Cincinnati by Samuel Brule. The fifth burial ground is located on Vine Street Hill, about three miles from the city. It was purchased in 1848 by United Brethren Congregation. It is on a good pike road and distant from any corporate control. This ground and the one on the Montgomery and the one on the Montgomery Road are the only two which are used now. So, if you remember, we've been doing this whole thread that you had to leave the city of Cincinnati proper to do a, for a cemetery, and this is, I guess, the next. So there's two Montgomery Road, which is United Jewish Cemeteries. We, you know, you've been probably been there, and there's none on now in Vine Street. I don't know where this. Maybe in Saint Bernard. Don't look at me. Three miles. I don't know. We'd have to find that out. My dad would know, but I don't. <laughs> Your dad would know. Yeah. Well, All right. So you want to do? When is Samuel Brule going to get off the cemeteries already? He just talks about this for. It's been. We've been going on going on for several weeks now. Several weeks. Several it, literally, months. Literally, it's been months. several months. This guy, like, can't we have something happy happen? I okay. Mean, well, maybe we'll look for something new this week and what's happening. Boy, because, I mean, he really is obsessed with cemeteries, he isn't is, he? he is. My God. All right. Well, I'm going to read We actually it. need to find out where Samuel Brule is buried. 
Right. We, we Speaking find, of cemeteries. We should find out where he's buried. Yeah. You know what? Hopefully he's got a really good plot and a really good cemetery. I mean, Boy, yeah. the guy, of all people, deserves it. He does. You know, because he's, like, obsessed with cemeteries. So <laughs> he, of all people, should be in a good one, right? All right. So uh, you were going to do 125 years ago, the ladies column. Yeah, leave it to the ladies. All right. Mm-hmm. Dinner giving is nowadays a high art, and the successful hostess is she who is endowed with tact and does not attempt too much. This advice is intended for people of moderate means and where the dinner is served by a single waitress. Where these conditions exist, there should never be more than six at table, as even a very well-trained girl cannot serve more than this number properly. The lady of the house must see that the cook knows what is expected of her. She can prepare the salad dressing and dessert herself, as few but high-priced cooks understand how to make them. The mistress should oversee the setting of the table and see that all the knives and forks that are needed are placed at each place as this saves much confusion. Okay, so, so many things to unpack here. One is, why can't men get off their tuchas and help? Okay, that's number one. It's all about she has to do this and she has to do that. I don't understand. You know, really, even my dad's generation, the men were... They sat there. My mom would say, oh, my God, can you believe that, you know, uh, Sophie's daughter couldn't even get off her, you know, tush to help. I'm like, well, what about Sophie's son? You know, I mean, it was always that as a girl. Because the man is the king of the castle. And when when the king comes home and gets to sit in his easy chair and put his feet up, that's 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 the end of the day. We're done. Okay, that's a really, really good one. <laughs> I know. It's I terrible, love it isn't that it? you think that. It's terrible. Yeah, isn't it? I just love it. But anyway, I okay. So it's it's the female of the house, and I love here at the end. Yes. That she's saying that you have to see that all the knives and forks are in their <laughs> place to so save confusion. Because what would happen? <laughs> oh my well, gosh! The fork was out of place. That's right. So I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Oh, my God, this is hilarious. Anyway, all right. Well, the whole thing, I I love to see, you know, the way that people live their lives back then. And, uh, you know, just the well-trained girl cannot serve more than six properly. (laughs) Anyway. All right, so check out 100 years ago, and then we go to 75 years ago. Uh, Mr. Fred Lazarus, president of Federated Department Stores, Inc., was elected recently a trustee of the Committee for Economic Development, a group sponsoring research in problems of high production levels, distribution, and employment. So I was telling you before we went on that, I don't know if it's Fred or his father, but he went to the president and created Thanksgiving. Of the United States. United States. And he said, Mr. President, if you will have Thanksgiving be a national holiday, then people will start buying stuff earlier during the Christmas season, which will help all the stores, and it helped Lazarus Federated Department stores. Aha. This was told to me by my friend uh, Bill Lazarus, that his, it was his mm. grandfather or somebody went and did this, and then it became a national holiday. Great Jewish it was, it, Well, it's, it's, one, it's, it's marketing. It's yes, brilliant it marketing. Brilliant marketing. Very brilliant. But yeah. I, I guess I'm not sure if I get the complete... Like, how did he know that just because there was people were eating turkey, they were going to all of a sudden start buying Christmas gifts? I don't, maybe there was well, obviously there was nothing before that, or it wasn't a national holiday, or it wasn't you know right. So a people had shopping time a off. shopping time, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, he yeah. had amazing foresight. It was very good foresight. Yeah, right. Well, good for him. All right. So, seven, fifty years ago, the American Israelite congratulates Dr. Alfred Gottschalk upon his election as the president of the Hebrew Union College Jewish Institute of Religion 
an institution of international renown that has flourished here since its founding some 96 years ago by the late Rabbi Isaac Mayer Wise, whose picture is right over there on the wall. Okay, but no one can see it because this is a podcast. But you can see I'm showing he it forgets to you. that there's other people maybe listening. People are to this. watching. A couple, maybe three or four, and then yeah, okay, they're watching right, in their so, imagination. So in your imagination, you're looking. Picture your imagine- a white picture on a wall. room with Ted's napping couch and a Dumbo pillow. <laughs> it's my napping couch. And then slightly to the right, you'll see a very old photograph, a sepia photo. It is. It is. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It's from like 1870 or so. And what a looker. Watch out, ladies. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> another 50 years ago is a doctor and Mrs. Harold Moskowitz announced the forthcoming bar mitzvah of their son, Jay Allen Moskowitz, Saturday, June 5 at 9 a.m. at Adith Israel Synagogue, Ridge and Galbraith Roads. Relatives and friends are cordially invited to worship with the family and to attend the, the wait a minute, wait a oh, minute, sorry. Kiddish following services. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was probably at that one too. We want to send a Mazel Tov and a shout out to Jay Moskowitz on his fiftieth anniversary of his bar mitzvah. Blessing on your head, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. Now, you were over in Finneytown during this yes, time. I yes, I was. Yes, I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Walking um, down the street to Northern Hills. No, we were skipping out of Hebrew school, climbing out the window, and going to McDonald's. Were you? Okay. Yeah, I was bad. Okay. We did the same kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. Good. So, uh, 25 years ago, Brenda Schoenfield President of Cincinnati Chapter of Hadassah announces her delegates to Hadassah's 82nd National Convention in Miami Beach, Florida, July 14th through 17th. Schoenfeld with delegates Beverly Williams, Carol Ann Schwartz, Fran Darling, Shirley Maines, Dorothy Plotnick, Ruth Zelligs, Beverly Hirsch, Kathy Keller, and guest Dr. Lee Schoenfeld, Michael Schwartz, and Pam First Williams were joined 25 other 2,500 delegates and guests at the Fountain Blue Hilton Hotel for an array of sessions focusing on women's health issues, women's political muscle, religious pluralism, youth, and Jewish continuity. That's from 1996. That was really when the whole Jewish continuity thing started to come into play. You know, it was up until then that people just joined a synagogue and did Jewish things right. because that's what you were supposed to do. It wasn't as much political activism back then. Well, and now also, it's there's... just that that's what you did. You just, yeah. your parents did it, your grandparents did it, you did it. And then all of a sudden, one day, people woke up and went, wait a minute, what's in it for me? And then this whole Jewish continuity, Jewish renewal, Jewish renaissance, all those things started to sort of bubble up because the Jewish world realized we have to do a little bit more to engage people right, in Jewish right. life than we're doing. Okay. And 10 years ago, Barbara Morgenstein a senior writer for the American Israelite newspaper will teach a specialty reporting in Florence, Italy this summer for seven weeks in connection with the Miami University's Italy and the Renaissance 2011 program. And uh, there's a couple of ads in there. And actually, we were talking before the show that you think we should expand these ads. And I, I, I agree with you. We're going to do some of these ads from like um, years ago and put them like in a center section Maybe every couple months or so. Yeah, we were. Talk- they're really cool. I mean, I think some I of those ads are really cool because it really shows you this. You know, not only what things cost at that time, history but, of everything. Right, right. It's really. 
I love looking at that stuff, but you really yeah. can't see it at this We need to scale. blow them up. They need to be blown up. We right. will do that. I say once a month you okay. expand from the pages, be it a really interesting article, like a little snippet like you have here, but also but pepper ads. in have some a, ads. Like several ads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. All right. Um, on page 19, we have Jews in the News and Joke of the Week, which we'll get to later. And then an Ethiopian Israeli finishes 17th in Eurovision. I guess is that that must be a uh, – uh, oh, it's an inter- Eurovision's International Song Contest. 17th? <laughs> No. Okay. No. I no. mean, I don't know if that's actually making seventeen it s- out of twenty six. <laughs> it sounds actually not that great. Not <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Well, we have to, you know, pat everybody on the back for participating and 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 putting theirself out there. Right. Okay. All right. So anyway, <laughs> several okay. several celebrities on uh, arts and entertainment. Several. Ce- Several celebrities have spoken out about anti-Semitism, and here's a picture of uh, Deborah Messing, and also Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik, yes. yes, yes. Deborah Messing, I love that show, Will and Grace. Okay. Um, on 20, we've got Living and Learning with uh, Lori Kleiner Eckert, Getting Out of Bed, a Moaning and Groaning Event. And we have... Pamela Richard Sakes. Oh, right below that. You've got Pamela <laughs> Richard Sakes right below that. Oh, my God. Well, we got to find a new picture. picture. Head there. I know. Giant head. We got to get a new shot. Okay. All right. Uh, the next page on 21, we've got uh, Cheryl Pockros has a uh, book review. Uh, the book is uh, A Trojan Horse, a Kalia Petrov thriller by S. Lee Manning. All right, um, on obituaries, we've got uh, Jewish comedic actor Charles Grodin dies at age 86. So I didn't know he was Jewish, but obviously he was. He was born and, born and raised in Pittsburgh, and uh, he was in many films. I lots know. Lots of films. Yeah. And also, death notices, we've got Elaine Harris, uh, age 97, who died May 30th, 2021, 19 Savan, 5781. And we've got Henry Hirsch, age 95, May 13th, 2021, to Savan, 5781. And really, it's just unbelievable if you think about Rhoda Mayerson recently and then these yes. two people, all in their mid to late 90s. It really, it'd be interesting to even go back 10 years and look at obituaries and just see what the average age was of the people who had passed away. Right. Um, it's encouraging in some respects to see that people are living longer. Yes, yes. And as long as you have your mind and your health and your wits about you. I mean, like, you know, we said my dad probably walks six to eight miles a day when he works at the airport. Uh, He does that three days a week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and he's 83 years old. And I think it's helped him stay in great shape. I agree with you. It has, yeah. Yeah, He's still in great shape. Yeah. And and, uh, it really does pay Keeping off. Keeping active, yeah. Right. Keeping active in your retirement especially um, is important. And somebody told me the other day, I found this interesting, some of our friends now that were in our, well, just becoming 60-year-olds. <laughs> right, right. And I hate to even go as far as saying in our 60s, but right. I guess we are. Right. Um, you know, as people talk about downsizing because they're empty nesters now, a lot of people are talking about buying a place without stairs, you know, having a first-floor okay. bedroom. Okay. And somebody said, you know, that's not a good idea. If you ha- if your knees are okay and your health is good, you actually get out of the ha- – if you get out of the habit of walking up and down stairs, right. then it be- does become difficult. It keeps you active. It keeps you energetic. And so – and I'm no doctor, and I don't know if no, what they I, said was I right. No, I totally agree with that because um, I've always uh, one of the best 
physical exercise you can do is to go run stairs or walk stairs. Mm-hmm. That will get you in shape faster than anything I, I know about. When we were down at the Schwartz building, we were on the fifth floor, and for we were there for, I don't know, we were there for years and years before I bought the paper, but when I bought the paper, I would take the elevator, and then one day I just said, you know what, I'm going to stop taking the elevator and start doing the stairs. And I would go up and down those five flights of steps like two or three times a day, and I was in the best shape of my life. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, it, good it for really you. It really puts, you, you know, your heart and your lungs mm-hmm. and your body and your and your muscles. Um, you want to get in really good shape really quick, start going up and down stairs. Well, and that's the thing. And I think even if you're in your 80s, for example, yeah, um, as long it. as you have the balance, right. I mean, there has to be a sturdy railing to hold on to. Right. Um, and I think do, people do get concerned about balance or creaky knees or things like that. But if you can do it, I say do it as, for as long as you can. Right. I agree. Yeah. The stairs, they'll put you in really good shape. Yeah. Excellent shape. So uh, then we move on to... Um, the back page, which is the line of Judah Thank You Luncheon, which is the Federation's uh, Thank You Luncheon. And um, a lot of uh, very important people are in on the page. Uh, Fran Coleman, Kerry Goldhoff, Kay Geiger, Marcy Blackman, uh, Valley Freeman, Sue Price, Sally Hyatt, Suzette Fisher and Roberta Fisher, Ariel Weiss, Abby Schwartz, Elise Raman, Sherry Friedman, Robin Miller, Rini Levy, Dara Abel, Tara Vigrant, and Stacey Schimberg. Very lovely, and they're all holding the flowers. And can I give a quick mazel tov and a shout-out to my sister-in-law, Carrie Goldoff, who just celebrated her 60th birthday. Okay. And her kids did a lovely thing for her. They did um, a mitzvah project in the park last oh, Friday morning nice. where they made 400 sandwiches for our daily bread, and they brought all of Carrie's friends together, or many who were able to show up. Right. And even though it was raining, uh, the kids, uh, her kids uh, organized that for her. And uh, it was just a lovely uh, way to celebrate. It's a mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. So yeah. happy birthday to her. Yeah. All right, so uh, we didn't go into your pet peeves. Well, it doesn't mean we can't. Well, let's go. Your, <laughs> let's go into your pet peeves. Let's do it. Okay, we need some sort of musical interlude. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Kind of like the headbanger, the headbanger, sure. uh, the headbanger ball. <laughs> little, little heavy metal I there for you. I guess it's as good as oh, any. Oh, yeah. He kept playing it because we were cheer dancing. So, um, okay. So, yeah. I so, mean, let's talk about some of your pet peeves before we do the joke of the week. And then you've got your own joke of the week. Well, it's really just as bad. Mine was so lame. I've decided that I told Ted, <laughs> it shouldn't be joke of the week, Ted. It should be bad joke of the week, Ted. <laughs> because it sucks so and, bad and, every and week. Stephanie, my lovely wife, mm-hmm. This is really, would definitely agree with you. Right, Stephanie? She's, right, I'm she's, sure. You can see her right now. <laughs> she's going, nodding. Yeah, she's <laughs> nodding. Got her. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's, yes. Yeah, she, yes, yeah. Mrs. Well, always out, right. Shout yes. out to her. Yes, Mrs. Always course. right, Deutsch. Yes, we love her dearly. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Pam's Pet Peeve Corner, or Pam's Peeve Corner, as yes. we like to call it. Pam's yeah. Peeve. Pam's well, Peeve. Well, let, okay, Not where do peeve, I begin? Pam's Peeve. Peeve. P-E-E-V-E. <laughs> yes, yes, Pam's Okay, just, peeve, to, yeah, just yeah. to be sure. Here, uh, this is where you go. Well, you know, <laughs> that's crickets chirping. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what happens when you tell a joke. Actually, that should be the new. That How about the this new, one? How about this one? <laughs> <laughs> that's like enlightening. That's like Disney princess. That's, I like that. that I want that really for good. mine. That's I want that for harp, mine. The harp. That yes. was the harp. Yeah. Dis- Disney princess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay, so 
before COVID, I mean, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, not like crazy OCD germaphobe. You mean like Howard Hughes? Right. Howard Hughes like had everything. He would never leave. He had everything wrapped in like saran wrap, wouldn't touch anything. Exactly. All that kind of stuff. Or Howie Mandel or people like that. Is he a germaphobe Oh my God, yeah. He won't, he says, I wave, I won't shake. And he won't, you know, he fist bumps. Okay, uh, in the okay, air and that okay. kind of stuff. Um, and there's a lot of people. I know Howard Stern's like that and a bunch of other people. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, and it's good that okay. they talk about it because I think it Maybe helps. it's just like Howard's. Well, that could be. You're just right. I <laughs> Howard, Howard, Howard. <laughs> Do not name your kid Howard if you want to. <laughs> no, I know a couple. Of, I know Howard Mayers and Howard Schwartz. Okay. Howard Levy. And are they... Uh, they're not germy. Okay. They're not really that germy. Okay. They're Maybe they're not germy. Germy. Um, so anyway, I like I do things like I press an elevator button with my knuckle. Okay. I don't. I yeah. Or 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 I will not. Yeah. You know, I'll use my tire because you don't know who's been pressed or the. And if you looked at a swab on that, there's probably a lot of germs on there. On oh my things. God! Yes. There's no question. Yeah, Are you kidding yeah, me? And yeah. God knows where that finger's been that well, touched it. The person want, that touched okay, it. I, we don't want to think about that. Where that finger? Okay, hold on. Okay. Let's get back to let's wah, get back to wah. let's get back to Disney and, and, and lightness and, and, and happiness. <laughs> yes, and, yeah. Okay. Yes, we'll yes, get back. Well, yeah. you know, so there's a lot of things like that, little hacks that you know I know not just myself but other people. But right, one of the things. Right. You know, I'm a huge Starbucks person, and I used to get Starbucks <laughs> every afternoon. Sunny calls it coffee time. It's between 2.30 and 3.30 at least. Okay. Even when I'm on a cruise ship, I've got it in my Starbucks. <laughs> um, you know, they give free coffee all over the ship, but for $14.95 on a cruise ship, you can get a cup of Starbucks. $14.95? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but it was a lot of money. Uh, I would stand in line and get actual Starbucks. But anyway, I go to the Starbucks, and I ask for a Grande Pike and a double cup because it's super hot and it burns my hand. And then they um, immediately take the lid in the palm of their hand, and they put it on the cup okay, with the palm of okay, their hand. Okay, okay. no gloves. Gloves doesn't matter anyway because they could be doing just as many gross things with the gloves on as if Right, anyway. right, right. But my point is, if you got some sort of grande frappuccino, whatever, it usually has one of those plastic legs and you drink it out of a straw or whatever. You're not actually drinking Touching. out of the part where they've touched it. But when you get a cup like that... And so then I uh, I say to them, because I'm kind of like, ew, and I try to be really nice, and I say, oh, excuse me, but would you mind giving me an extra lid? And they look at you like, really? Okay, but, and then they get insulted when I take off the lid that they just put on and throw it away and put on the new lid. And someone said, you know, why do you do that? They, You know, because I go in the same one every day. They right. finally said, why do you do that? I said, well, no offense to anybody here, but if you think about it, you've just put your entire palm of your hand on where I'm drinking. Right. And they kind of roll their eyes about that. And I'm thinking, really? Like, I don't think that's eye rollable. <laughs> I mean, that's a, so that's like a pet uh, peeve I, of mine. Yeah, I roll my eyes a lot, but I don't know if I want to roll my eyes about that. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. So anyway, my pet peeve around, you know, any kind of sanitary okay. thing like that. Okay. And then, okay, so should I give one more? Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. So, and, and, and when I guest host on other occasions, if I <laughs> should be invited back, I will come up with Of course you'll more. be invited. You're going to be <laughs> invited back because uh, Julie's out of town, I think, in a couple of weeks. So, you'll be you'll be back. Okay. I'll, guest host. I'll yeah, be yeah. back. All right. We'll so, back. I have to come yeah, up. Yeah. I have a million you more. You get paid, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, maybe I can now. <laughs> the crowd goes crazy. Oh, my God. I could at last. You didn't think this was that much fun. This is like more fun than you've had like all week. Oh, believe me, you can kind of say that's true. That's right. (laughs) Well, now that I'm getting paid for this, yes, yes, I might be able to afford a pelican cart. 
Well, you know, <laughs> there are some Pelican carts in the back, and those things are actually going out there first thing Monday morning. Going out where? Out to the driveway. Oh, to so, sell. Yeah, I have, I have an... Well, first, we had to wait until we had our final inspection done. I didn't want to put them out when the inspectors were here. Oh. I figured, you know what, they'd be like, what are you doing selling? You're not a retail out. You know what I mean? They like, might what? shut this <laughs> joint <laughs> like, down. What are you doing selling Pelican carts when you've got one, like, out there on the, you know, the, the flat? You know, I pole see. And, and why are you, you're not a retail operation, you don't have a license to sell one you know what i mean i, I figured, do i figured i better wait until all that was done with and okay. it is now all done with and so now i'm going to put them out there and then well, sell then them. i will wait so. till you have your fire sale, <laughs> fire sale. and you reduce them down well to... we did have a fire sale because they were almost on fire i know that was uh, a joke. that was yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that's a good joke that was actually i know really hey oh, I, I got one for you i should have <laughs> Yeah, we're our uh, own best fans here. Aren't yes, we? we are. Yes, and I'm going to end with the rock band. So, but no, I'm going to put. I'll put. I'll be going out, and we can maybe we can hook you up. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll I'm excited. We'll okay, okay. very very good. So now I can go back, and I have a wooded, very big wooded lot in the back, and uh, we can take that down the well, hill. Well, I, I have to tell you, you do have to drill the hole when you put the the the. Uh, um, I forget the part. There's a part there that's the axle. You have to drill a hole to open. Wait, the, I thought uh, I was axle. getting one already assembled. Oh, you want me to I assemble wanna, one? Yeah, for, for twenty five dollars, I should wait, get wait one. Wait a minute, they're like seventy five. No, bucks no, no. I'm sorry. I, where's Maybe your we'll, family and friends <laughs> discount? Yeah. And I'm helping to promote them to the world. Ah, okay. And okay. You know, I'll see what I can do because I have to drill out the whole. Uh, the I think that's why they were never sold. Oh. Because you have. To, I have a drill here, and uh, you have to use a drill bit to drill out the the. Uh, uh, the axle, so mm-hmm. it'll fit in the uh, proper. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, then you know. I you think should... that's probably why they sat there because one they probably put them together, and they're like, "Oh, this doesn't work. This doesn't fit." Instead, I was I saw that and I was like, "Well, I got to drill this out." So I drilled it out. They didn't have a drill. Maybe they didn't have a drill back. Oh my then. God! Aren't you the little Jewish handyman? I am, Mister. That is handyman. very impressive. I am, I am very Mr. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very smart. All right. All right well, so, I will, uh, what's, do you have any other pet peeves? I do. God, Go do ahead. I have any Go other ahead. pet peeves? My whole life is a pet peeve, I swear Go to God. Ahead. Okay. Here's what I hate about fire. Uh, what do you call them? The smoke detectors. Oh, smoke detectors. Okay. We have quite a number in our house, and what happens is, you know how when the battery starts to go? It'll it'll make a beep. Then it waits until 3 o'clock in the morning to do so. It, it, they do. They'll, yes. they'll make a beep. Whenever the, it gets to the point where the battery is, like, low, it'll beep. No, no, no. It's not whenever. Even if it's it gets always low at 3, at three in the, in the afternoon, it's a well, no, you have no. a lot of smoke detectors. I do. Too. I happen to have quite And that's a... why there, there's always one going off. Well, not always, but yes. When right. one is goes it, off, yeah. here's the problem. Yeah. We never can figure out which one it is. Okay, so I always tell Sonny that they need, you know, they can send a man to the moon. But why can't they have, find a like way. Like a light. that, like well, a, it, you know, Why not, a, how about a, so when the battery's going down, a light that starts blinking. Maybe there's supposed to be one. We built maybe our house 20 maybe, years ago, yeah. and ours doesn't do that. It's got a light that shows it's on. Yeah. And but that there's, there's a battery, like a but it needs to, yeah, I mean, I want it to, like, play the stars and stripes. I mean, we don't want to leave anything to, you know, chance. Right, right. I mean, because we're walking around the house, and at 3 o'clock in the morning, it, it, you're standing there, and it, you don't know how long between beeps. 
So then you fall asleep, like, hanging over the banister, and you're, you know, on your second floor. Okay, it's going to go off anytime now. Right, and it's okay. And then it goes off, and then it wakes you up, and you're like, oh, crap, I can't remember, like, which one. That I, anyway, it's very annoying. And then I always say to Sonny, you know what? Let's be smart. Let's change all, all the, the smoke direct. That's what right. I was thinking right now. But yeah. Sonny's like, no, no, there could still be some, you know, juice left in the other right. batteries. I wouldn't want to unnecessarily give a new battery to one where there's still juice left. Well, that's a lot of batteries. Too. I know, but still, come on. Get them at Costco. You know, get the little pack of uh, Costco. Yes, I know your Save favorite, yourself. yours and Barry Brooks' favorite place to shop. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Oh my god. That's First a of all, he just pressed that button. I shot across the room. It scared the living you know what out of me. Anyway, the, what was that? Oh, so I'm yeah. a lot of uh, use out of the. Yes, uh, you the, are. Uh, the sound. Uh, yes, you sounds are. Today. Well, Sonny, though, he will not change all the batteries at once. He refuses, <laughs> and I'm not tall enough. Even when I get up on on the ladder, you can't get up I on can't the ladder. Reach get the one? thing. One uh. time he was out of town. I finally was so upset. I took the <laughs> took broom. The broom and I started it. whacking, the, and it still was going off. Still, would I don't know what was going you gotta on. You got to pull the battery yes, out. Yes, I the finally. Battery, there's a battery tray that you got to get the battery tray and then pull the battery out of the battery tray. Yes. Okay. Well, I can't figure out how to look up a gas gauge on my car, so <laughs> yeah, I, give I me know, a break. Know, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, yeah, there you You're go. About to run out of gas. Get gas. <laughs> yes, they. He must not like Jews. That uh, the guy, the the voice on the car. Anyway, yeah. So Sonny, every single time I say, please change them all, but he refuses. So then, inevitably. Or maybe it's two days, three. maybe and it's a week. To, and you have to get him up. Right. At three. Yeah, you're the one that wouldn't change the battery. You get up and, and go change it. And he sleeps through anything. <laughs> right. And I'm the one, you know. And then he changes it and he goes right back to sleep and I'm up the rest of the night. So what are you going to do? That's a big pet peeve. I call on all smoke detector and carbon monoxide um, alarm. Manufacturers. Yes, to please consider. Putting up light that, or, that beeps or, or a light that, that flashes. Or you know, I even said, drop some confetti uh, out of there. <laughs> I don't care what they do. Something, something. Please. All right, we're going to work on that. Okay, right. thank you. All right, so I think uh, we're on to our joke of the week now. Oh, can bad, no, no, rename bad it. Bad joke of the week. Okay, bad joke of the week. Bad joke of the week. Okay, so this is from the Encyclopedia of Jewish Humor from Biblical Times to the Modern Age, compiled and edited by Henry D. Spaulding. Mrs. Morgenstein was particularly impressed with the sermon given by the rabbi. He is an inspired man, she told her husband. You like his work and that much you should tell him, reasoned Mr. Morgenstein. I think he'd appreciate it. On the next Shabbos, after the services were over and the congregation had dispersed, she went over and shook the rabbi's hand. I especially want you to know that all of your sermons are marvelous, she gushed. In fact, you should have just you should have them published in a book. The rabbi smiled good naturedly, Mrs. Morgenstein. I can't help but admit that I am flattered. But to be perfectly frank, there are rabbis whose sermons are much better than mine. Nonsense, she said. Well then, perhaps my sermon will be published post posthumously, said the modest rabbi. Oh, that would be wonderful, cried Mrs. Morgenstern. Let's hope it's real soon. Okay, let's play the crickets <laughs> chirping, please, because that's the only appropriate. Thank you. No Look, one's laughing. I don't pick out these. No one's laughing, Teddy boy. Okay, so you need to. Oh, well, I, I there was another one, but I, 
I like this one better than the other. Oh, one. you're kidding! This is better this than, the better than the other <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one was really horrible. That's scary. Well, I I tried to tell Ted that there has to be something <laughs> better, and I was just going to quickly Google like one of you know one of the top ten Jewish funny, jokes. Yeah. So here's what they give you. All right, here you okay, go. you be the judge. We have to say who 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 told. You have to give them credit. Uh, there's no credit here. Google. Oh, Google. Oh, Google. Google. Okay, uh, yeah, Google, Google needs jokes. credit, let me tell you. All right. Google jokes. Right. Okay. A woman on a train walked up to a man across the table. Excuse me, she said, but are you Jewish? No, replied the man. A few minutes later, the woman returned. Excuse me, she said again. Are you sure you're not Jewish? I am, said the man. But the woman was not convinced. And a few minutes later, she approached him a third time. Are you absolutely sure you're not Jewish, she asked. All right, all right, the man said. You win. I'm Jewish. She said, that's funny, said the woman. You don't look Jewish. (laughs) That is funny. The the crickets. (laughs) Okay. This has been our corner on this podcast of Let There Be Light, a bad joke today. Stupid pet peeves and bad jokes. What what a way to end your week. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay, so we want to thank our special guest host, Pam Richard Sakes. Wait, we forgot to call Julie Babs Burnson whatever. Blab. I call her Blabs. Yeah, Blabs. We didn't call her. Shouldn't we call her really fast? No, we we can't. We're already like uh, one hour, so it's okay. Sorry. This has been the Julie Babs Burson Brooks Blabs. Break. Free, free, free hour. Aww. <laughs> we know. She knows we love her. We She'll do. be listening to this. She'll be listening to this going, well, they didn't even mention me once today. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Julie. Like, I didn't realize how late it had gotten. I'm sorry I wasted time. I'm not time. sorry at all. Well, I am. I wasted time talking about my stupid accidents. We should have called Julie. Well, I forgive me. Next time you are on a break, I'm calling you. Okay. Well, we will go on a uh, Well, you'll be back in a couple of weeks, so we'll oh, call yeah. her then. We'll, we'll, we'll put that yeah, on. Yeah, mark there. your calendars, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Julie will be back next week, and I think we're talking about the Pew Research Study, mm-hmm. which is really um, a wealth of information. We're going to go talk to them directly. It's either next week or the week after, and go through into depth as to what's going on in the Jewish world of uh, of America and uh, in the Jewish world of you know uh, front through the research. So. And it's really actually a fascinating. It, I know that a lot of the work I did it when I was at the Mayerson Foundation. Uh, we really use that s- study a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think it comes out, what, every 10 years, and yeah. it really shows you how things are trending and where Jewish life is going. So Interesting. If so. you're a member of a Jewish organization and you're in leadership there, it's really important to know. I'm sure you, by now you must know what the study says, but to hear from the person who's right, right. responsible for it right. um, will be fascinating. So we want to say thank you, everybody. It's been a wonderful, wonderful week. Right. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye.